Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 through 11. Alright. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power, under all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Now, you talk about a verse that's full of, of things. There it is. Paul's desire for the Colossians and for everybody else, for you here tonight too, was that they might be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding, not carnal understanding. Spiritual understanding, not earthly, normal, natural, human, fleshly understanding. Spiritual understanding. Everybody's talking about the will of God and how to know the will of God and they go about trying to find it with carnal understanding. Carnal reasoning. Carnal reasons. It won't work. Oh, you can make something of it and you can spend your life doing that, but it's not going to amount to anything when the judgment comes. What do you think that stuff is that burns up that wood hand stubble? What do you think all that is? It's a life lived with carnal, worldly, earthly, temporal understanding, not spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. Well, he talks about two things here. Wisdom and understanding. Now, wisdom is the right use or exercise of knowledge. Simple. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but I, I mean, let's simplify it the best we can. To the understanding is that faculty of the human mind which it, by which it apprehends the real state of things presented to it or by which it receives or comprehends the ideas which others express and intend to communicate. Understanding. Understanding. There's two things involved here. Wisdom and understanding. Understanding is receiving the knowledge and information. Stay with me. Understanding is the receiving of, of information. Wisdom is the right use of that knowledge and information. So now there's two kinds of wisdom. There's the wisdom that comes from God. There's the wisdom that's just in this world. James chapter 3 verse 13 through 17 expresses it very clearly. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Proud people are not wise. Just put that in your little book of keepers and keep that one. Proud people are fools. They're not wise. Never is a proud person wise. Wisdom will, not sh wisdom will humble you, not make you proud. It will not exalt you. So let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. If you're a wise man. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthy, earthly, sensual, 
devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Uh, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy. I'm reading slow on purpose. And good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. The wisdom from above is like that. There's your description of the wisdom of the world, fleshly wisdom, and a description of the wisdom that comes from God. Now, what is wisdom? The right use of, not, of understanding. Right use of knowledge. The right use of the facts as you, your understanding receives them. You need spiritual understanding. Are you all messed up? If you don't have spiritual understanding, you really can't be wise except in the things of the earth. And earthly wisdom is like that, full of all that bad stuff. I mean, uh, bitter envying and strife in your hearts. Earthly wisdom brings that about. There's the wisdom that comes from God that allows us to rightly use the knowledge we have received about all things, earthly and spiritual. You're a better person if you have spiritual understanding. You're a better person in earthly things if you have spiritual understanding. Because the wisdom that comes from God helps you in everything. Not just a pie in the sky by and by. It helps you right here in practical, everyday living and the affairs of life here on this earth. There's the wisdom of the world that is earthly, sensual, and devilish. It is the mere carnal policy of men to promote and secure their temporal carnal interests. That's their wisdom. It's a rule book they live by that benefits them. It's me first. It's self first. That's their wisdom. Their wisdom is designed to fit that and to promote that and to secure that. Selfish. Selfish interest. Selfish everything. Security. Since the understanding is the receiving of knowledge and information, there's two different ways to receive knowledge. Spiritually or carnally. You understand tonight, one way or another. You need to think about this. How do you understand? The understanding that you have. What is understanding? It's your receiving of information. When you hear something, when you read something. When you look at this world and all of its, and the slop troughs of this world and their information, the internet being the biggest trough of them all, how do you perceive that information that you're getting? Well, it's just like we were talking about a while ago. This year is ending and it's been a terrible year. If you look at it the way everybody else looks at it in the world, if you look at all this political mess and everything else with just an earthly mind, you're going to, well, there'll be bitter envy and strife and despair. If you have any spiritual understanding, you look at it in a completely different light. You understand more about what's going on than the experts of this world do. Oh, that's a fact. All these talkers 
and all these news people and all these experts and everything. Everybody's an expert. You know, you got medical experts. You got uh, national security experts and you got experts on China and experts on Russia. You got all these experts and they just, their mind never rises above the ground. They're just earthly and that's all they understand. That's all the understanding they have. They don't even have a clue of the big picture. They don't have a clue what's going on behind the scenes, underneath the stage that's causing everything to move and above the stage. So, when the Bible speaks of having understanding, study it out, it's always linked to spiritual understanding. You just look through your Bible and study that out. When God talks about having understanding, He's not talking about you knowing how this world works. He's not talking about you knowing how to make money, how to do some job, how to get something done, how to manipulate people, how to influence people and have friends. That's not what He's talking about. The understanding that God is always talking about is spiritual understanding. So... uh, When the Word of God makes it clear that to really understand anything earthly or heavenly, the Spirit of God has to be involved. Or you just really don't understand. Listen, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Same old verse. The na- but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So, the Word of God makes it clear that to really understand anything, earthly or heavenly, the Spirit of God has to be in, involved. That's why, that professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They got all these ideas about the universe, about space and the planets and everything, and they can, through physics and the study of the physical universe, they can come up with some rules by which everything operates. But now they're even operating outside of those rules. We were talking last night. You know what quantum physics is? (laughs) They don't know. They're just messing with stuff that if you do this, something happens. And they don't know what made it happen. And they don't understand anything about it. But they're building quantum computers. And they're doing all kinds of things through quantum science. I read something else today. You know, uh, they use quantum science to figure this out or to make this happen. So they don't even obey their own rules they make up. They think the physical universe operates by physical laws, physics. But there's always exceptions. (laughs) Well, it helps you, you know. I mean, if you know that if you're going uphill, you got to push it. I mean, if you know that if you top that hill, it's going to run away with you if you ain't got brakes, that's good to know. But that's about as far as that kind of stuff goes. You don't really understand. I mean, my point is, they don't really understand. They say, they talk about the edge of the universe. They have no clue where the edge of the universe is. And the first thing I'd ask them is, what's on the other side? Exactly. Well, you think it's on the other side. Well, they'll just put their imagination to work and come up with something. Another universe. Another one. Well, how'd it get there? This one blew up and made this one, you know, how'd that one get there? I mean, how come there's just a line between this universe and that universe? They're a bunch of dummies. 
They're, they're, they have earthly wisdom. And it's sensual and devilish, and that's all they're concerned about. Really. You don't understand natural things. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, neither can he know them, but they are spiritually discerned. So the natural man cannot really have understanding other than that of earthly, carnal, temporal things. He's blind to the things concerning the Spirit of God. He's blind to the things concerning his own spirit. He's blind to the spirits of others. He don't treat people as as a spirit. He treats them as just a thing. They're a tree walking. He looks at other people mostly as his enemies, as obstacles, or as some kind of stepping stone he can use. People that uh, natural man doesn't understand the spirits of devils either. He don't know anything about them. He doesn't he doesn't concern himself with it because it's out of his realm of understanding. He cannot understand because these things are spiritually discerned. So what do you got to have? Spiritual understanding. So then what does it mean to have spiritual understanding? Well, I've got a, another part of Scripture I want to read here. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 also. But that, verses 1 through 13. It's, it's, if you want to turn there, if you're already there. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom. Now we're talking about what does it mean to have spiritual understanding. So Paul said, he came, when I come to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom. What did I tell you all ago? Wisdom, true wisdom from God will not make you haughty and high and proud. He said, I, came, I didn't come to you with excellency of speech trying to put on a show. I didn't go to college and learn all about homiletics and all of this so, and how to speak, public speaking and how to do everything just right and say all my grammar just, he, that, that's declaring unto you the testimony of God. I didn't come like that trying to tell you about God and impress you with my oratory skills. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. <laughs> you know, that's what they said. They said Paul's letters are, are powerful, but his, his uh, bodily presence is contemptible. His speech is contemptible. He was there in much fear and trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. And that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, stop. What do you think is going on and has been for all these centuries in most churches? Is it the wisdom of God that's there working and the understanding that's being given and received, is it carnal or spiritual for the most part? Carnal. carnal. Yeah. All these church builders, is that carnal or is that spiritual? Well, you just got to think about it. It don't, take a, it don't take a real spiritual person to figure it out. When it's all about numbers and it's all about our name and it's all about building something and having a big deal and just push, push, push. Brand. Yeah, brand. Mm -hmm. What were they doing at the Tower of Babel? Making a name for themselves. Exactly. It's not spiritual. 
And Paul wasn't doing that here. So your wisdom, so that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. So I'm talking to Christians here. I'm talking to people that are saved. And I'm not talking to you out of the wisdom of the world. I'm not telling you and giving you advice and pushing you to do things the way they do it or giving you examples out of the world. I've been in services where uh, evangelists would preach. And I remember, I remember back in the 80s, I remember a preacher coming to church and he was just bragging about O.J. Simpson and just making a great hero out of him. But what a great guy he was and what an example and role model he was for all of the young people here. That's before he murdered his wife with an axe. Went to prison. I've always thought that stuff was wrong, and it never did ring right in my soul about it. My spirit didn't identify with that and and agree with that. But in the power of God, how about how about we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. That's what O.J. Simpson did, came to know it. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. And also, I've heard them make heroes out of a lot of preachers who come to know it. And some of them's in prison for life now. I know more than one. I know more than one that I've known, not that I knew about, I know them. They're in prison. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. They don't know nothing about it. They don't know nothing about what God's done. Trump, all the congressmen, all the Supreme Court judges, and all of these yahoos don't know nothing about what God is doing. And he said... For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. So we know things that they don't know. About what God's prepared for us. But God hath revealed him unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So you can't use a metric ruler and a and a you know standard ruler and come out the same. You can't Compare spiritual things with carnal things. You gotta be, you gotta be awful careful. You say, well, Jesus told parables, yeah, but he knew what he was doing. And I've heard people make fools of themselves trying to take earthly situations and try to, uh, express, use that to get you to see some spiritual truth. 
The way you understand spiritual things is by comparing them to spiritual things, not carnal, earthly things. There's a key right there you really need to understand. Which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things to spiritual. All right, quickly. Spiritual understanding, what is it? How, what does it mean to have spiritual understanding? Well, it means that spiritual understanding does not exercise wisdom that is of the world. That's what we read there. Spiritual understanding does not exercise wisdom which is the right application of the knowledge. Right. Spiritual understanding don't use worldly wisdom. You don't take worldly means to apply spiritual truths. Right. Well, it knocks the head and all knocks the knocks in the head all of this gimmicks and worldly I mean a circus in the church? That really messes with that. Spiritual understanding won't use worldly wisdom. You don't promote God's work like you promote a carnival. Yeah. Spiritual understanding will will get will make you understand that. Spiritual understanding is when we understand everything in the light of God and His Word. Not in man's wisdom. The way a carnal, unregenerate person would understand it. We look at the heavens and we see something they don't see. If you're born again, if you're walking after the Spirit, if you're spiritually aware, awake, if your spiritual eyes are open, you look at the moon and the stars and the heavens and the sun and you look at the flowers and the trees and the sky and the clouds and you just see it different than everybody else does. Because you have spiritual understanding. God made all this. We tell the little children God made it. They believe it just like that. They don't question it at all. Because they have little knowledge and little understanding of everything. It's not because they're spiritual Yet. Hopefully one day, we pray, they will be spiritual. They will have spiritual understanding. And they will look at everything with new wonder. That God made it. And, and how miraculous it all is. Spiritual understanding does not come from pride. Paul speaks of himself as being in their presence in meekness and fear and not using excellent speech, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit in their life. And the whole crowd walked away. Because they liked hearing carnal stuff. They liked that bread. They liked that, the, everything that he did for them physically. They loved that. And they could take the parables and the stories, but they couldn't take spiritual words when he got right down to the nitty gritty. It doesn't look to earthly means to teach or impress the hearer. Spiritual understanding doesn't. The truth of God with the Spirit's witness is sufficient to get the job done. Man, I've been in church with a dog. Man, I've seen them bring dogs in, pigs in. I've seen them have magic shows. I've seen them uh, chop... Watermelons with swords and 
you know, do everything in the world. Eat worms, eat goldfish, and, you know. <laughs> I forget. I'm just, there is a generation gap here because I tell you, I forget the, what a difference there is and how long we've been separated from this crowd that we've always used to run with. And so I seen Anna's face, they're like, whoa. I said something to one of them the other day and then somebody else, Gary, I said something to Gary about Peter Ruckman. He had no clue who he was. Neither did these kids. Well, that's a blessing. But, but they don't even know. Don't even know. Oh, well. Well, it's just like what I'm just talking about. See, I have seen all those things. I mean, back in the days, we did everything. Did everything. We had the devil at church on Beat the Devil Sunday. Had the devil at church. Yeah, and during the youth conference, we had Sammy Satan. Don't that sound good? Sammy Satan. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking evil of people, but I'm just saying spiritual understanding will not let you do all that. Spiritual understanding does, does not look to earthly means to teach or impress the hearers. You don't teach the kids about the devil by Sammy Satan. They laugh. You teach them to laugh about the devil. Take him as a joke. Good entertainment. Funny. Spiritual understanding does not look to other men, princes, he says here, or worldly sources. Understanding. You don't look to the world for understanding. What's understanding? It's the, it's the receiving of truth, of facts, information. You don't, we don't look to them. If you have spiritual understanding, you don't look to them. <clears throat> You don't read their stuff to try to figure it out. Figure out some spiritual truth. Spiritual understanding describes what God does for us through His Spirit, bearing witness with our spirit, to open the eyes of our understanding. That's what spiritual understanding is. It's when your eyes are open. Ephesians chapter 1, listen to this. Verse 17 through 19. Now listen. To what, what I just said, now listen to what the verse says. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That's what we're talking about. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. The hope of His calling is at the will of God. Yeah. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to usward who believe according to the working of His mighty power? So you see, that's what happens. Spiritual understanding is when the lights come on in your soul when you're born again. You see the whole universe in a new light. You see it in the light of God. It'll all look, you've heard people talk about how when they got saved, how the sky looked different. And it does. You look around at the world and the air and everything. Just, it's just like you've been born. Yeah. Again, you have. Yep. Your eyes are opened. 
you have spiritual understanding. That's what that is. You just don't take everything for granted. You don't just believe everything you see. You don't believe everything you hear. You, you examine it and you look at it in this new light. Spiritual light. Spiritual understanding. You understand it all completely different. There's a great new dimension to everything in life and in the universe. It's just, it's just bigger than you thought it was. There's more to it than you thought there was. You ever thought of in your life? You just lived there. You just walked on it. You just looked at it as you passed by. Never thought about it. Now you look at it and it's just everything means something different. There's this new dimension to everything that you look at. You have to, and you just, you just like you start life all over again. You just start everything you look at it. You, you, you go that route. You just, you think about it deeper and again and yeah. the reasons and how and God made it and why and how and there's not a matter or a thing that does not have new depths to look at and examine. When you have spiritual understanding, when you're awakened. The wonder of life and all things God created is awakened in your spirit. And you receive it all with new understanding. It's truly like a man that's born blind receiving his sight. Or born deaf and suddenly being able to hear. You know it is. Jesus healed blind men. It doesn't say they were all born blind, but there was one. John chapter 9, he was born blind. Born blind. Never had seen a thing. And he got his sight. Jesus opened his eyes. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Children of light. What does that mean? Well, you can see in the light. You can't see so well in the dark. Walk as children of light. You were sometime darkness, but now you're light. Walk as children of light. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 18 and 19. He said, And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. The meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. Reminds me of poor in the spirit. Be blessed are the poor in the spirit. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? Well, poor in spirit. My spirit should be like a poor man. I should have the spirit of a poor man. See? Not poor in spirit, just don't have any spirit, just don't have any get up and go, just don't have anything. No. You have the spirit of a poor man. Poor man has nothing. He's rich in faith. God's chosen the poor of this world rich in faith. If you have that spirit of a poor man, what kind of spirit does a rich man have? Well, he's proud. Yes, sir. Haughty. Blessed are the poor in spirit. <laughs> All right. Luke chapter 24 and verse 45. This is the man's disciples. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. That's what happens when you're born of the Spirit. 
You get spiritual understanding. God opens your understanding in a whole new arena, a whole new realm. You understand. And it's hard to even put it into words. And John Bunyan in the Pilgrim's Progress, he said, it's better felt with the heart than spoken with the tongue. Just can't express it. Spiritual things we can't see. <laughs> and it's hard to describe. It's hard to express things you can't see. But Jesus said the wind blows and you can feel it, can't you? You know where, you, you can tell which way it's coming. You don't know where. You don't know anything about it. But you can sure tell that it's there. Spiritual understanding is something that grows and matures in us as we learn and as we obtain wisdom about what to do with all this new light. The more you understand, the more you understand. That's yeah. the way it works. It's the thing, understanding is the receiving of knowledge. Wisdom is the right use of that knowledge. You have to learn how to learn. And once you learn how to learn, boy, then it, the pace picks up. Yes. You can drink it in faster. You can assimilate it faster and more of it. And so, the wisdom that comes with it. That's why Paul said that his desire for them was to be filled with the knowledge of God's will through all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Psalm 119, Psalm 119 verse 18 says, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. He understood it. It's a closed book to somebody with just carnal, worldly understanding. They don't understand what it's talking about. You've heard it said by so many through the years, you know, that, that what I just said there. But it is a fact. This book, without spiritual understanding, it's a dark, mysterious, boring book. But with spiritual understanding, it just opens up. I mean, I'm 40-some years into this, and I'm telling you, I'm more, I'm a thousand times more amazed at it tonight than I was when I first started. Or even in the first years. The more you go, the more it opens up. That's what he said. Open thou mine eyes. Then I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Oh my, I see them all the time. I behold wondrous things out of this book all the time. Because I have something that I didn't used to have. Spiritual understanding. Prove it! I don't have to prove it to anybody. I mean, it's here. I know. I can read it and I understand. And it's not just physical things. But the real test is, <laughs> do we know how to use it? When we do understand something, do we know what to do with it? The same God who gives us this spiritual understanding gives us the wisdom to use it rightly. James chapter 1 and verse 5. 
You all know this verse. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And God's not talking about earthly wisdom here. He's talking about wisdom to know what to do with your spiritual understanding. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. They giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. To upbraid means to call you stupid. Don't you know that? Are you that dumb? Yep, that's right. God don't do that. If you lack wisdom, if you say, Lord, I don't know what to do, please help me. He'll, he'll help you. <laughs> he giveth to all men liberally. He don't fight you on it. He don't withhold it from you. You ask Him, He'll give you wisdom to do rightly with what understanding you've got from Him. First Chronicles. Well, I see everyone. David's prayer for his own son Solomon was the same as Paul's prayer for these Colossians. Just look at this. First Chronicles chapter 22 and verse 12. Here's David praying for Solomon. Only the... Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding and give thee charge concerning Israel that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. See what David's prayer for Solomon was? If you read on a little farther, Solomon prayed the same thing. When God, when he had the dream and God asked him what he said, he asked for wisdom and understanding. <laughs> We're instructed to seek wisdom and spiritual understanding from God. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. Listen to this. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? The beginning of? Yeah. And find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. That's where it comes from. And out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. So God gives wisdom. And out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Understanding is two separate forms of the word. Understanding is to understand is to receive knowledge and truth. Understanding, to have understanding, means you receive it the right way. Because you have spiritual understanding. So then God gives us wisdom to know what to do with it. How to apply it in our life. You don't just come to church and hear the Word of God and go home and forget it. You don't just hear these messages about the spirits and your spirit and the spirit of your children and the spirit of your home and, and all of these things and then just ignore it and go on your worldly old way. No, if you have spiritual understanding, you better have wisdom to apply it in your life to a practical application. Not for... He, we're, to, we're instructed to seek wisdom and, and spiritual understanding from God. Not for a better understanding of the earthly things, but spiritual understanding. You don't think God's saying here if you cry after knowledge of the world... Or if you lift up your voice for understanding of the world, if you seek the world's wisdom and understanding as silver and searches for as for hid treasures, then you'll understand the fear of the Lord. No, he's not talking about that at all. He's telling us to look, seek for spiritual understanding. Understand God. 
If you search for Him, if you search for Me with all your heart, you'll find Me, He said. That's what we're to search for. That's what we're to seek for, to strive for, to seek after, is God. Not the things of this world. If you get the knowledge of God, and you have spiritual understanding, you'll be much better equipped for life in this world. you handle everything better. To look at the world and all things and situations through the eyes of God instead of a carnal, self-seeking, self-confident perception of everything. Spiritual understanding is that. It's to look at everything, the world, all things, all situations through the eyes of God. Here's what it means. For he hath known the mind of Christ that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. That same chapter we were reading out of there a while ago. We read about the whole chapter. We have the mind of Christ. We look at things through his eyes. That's spiritual understanding. Alright, spiritual understanding is to look at the vital principle behind all that we see and hear and to realize that the powers that move the universe are not comprehended by our physical senses. Only their effects are. Spiritual understanding is that. Look around you. At this world. Realize. I mean, spiritual understanding is is realizing and knowing that there's something else at work besides what I see here. This is just the stage where everything's being played out on. (laughs) Spiritual understanding lets you see that. This is not what it's all about. This is just the show you're watching. So, spiritual understanding. This basic little truth there. How do you understand things? When you learn, when you read, when you watch, when you hear. Now we're in the world. We hear a lot of their talk, don't we? What's really behind it? Are you impressed with them? (laughs) I'm not. I ain't impressed with any of them. You know, I I just think if... uh, I, I, I wonder at all these politicians and how none of them can be a convincing... Speaker, they're just like a puppet or something. They're just like a. You wonder if they're a ventriloquist dummy, really, because they're just they talking. They're just so boring, and they they're so they're not animated, and and they're they got nothing to say. Yeah, they're, and they just say the same things over and over and over. If there's anything about Trump, I can't stand to listen to. It's that just repeat, repeat, repeat the same old things over, 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 over. I mean, a poor preacher could do better than that. (laughs) Spiritual understanding. All right, Lord, thank you for the for the Word of God and the truth. Thank you for understanding. Makes all the difference. So many people don't have it because they don't know you. As simple as that. It's just simple as that. They're still carnal. They're still living after the flesh. Walking after the flesh. They don't know anything about the Spirit. They have no experience. They have no knowledge. And no wisdom when it comes to spiritual things. Lord, I pray that you'd work in our hearts here. Help us, none of us, to fall into that category. 
Lord, I pray You'd all, that we would all be enlightened. And that we'd all have spiritual understanding. And we wouldn't walk in this world like we're one of them. But Lord, that we could see that we're not a part of this. And that we're looking for a, a city whose builder and maker is God. A city that has foundations. Not like this place we're in now. Lord, help us, I pray. Please help us to get home safely. Please work in our hearts this week now and watch over each one in Jesus' name. Amen.